You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. with Emily Cannell and Dan Volpone. Emily, my first question, of course, goes to you. Which member of the Sixers universe, either current or past or present or whatever, said this week in an interview that his or her favorite spot in Philadelphia is the art museum steps, the Rocky steps? I actually don't know the answer to this. Mm -hmm. I believe the actual quote was the Rocky steps. The Rocky steps, yes. Um, and I normally do know the answer to these things, mm-hmm. which is so, very weird. Um, I'm going to pick. Okay. I'm just going to pick. I'm going to pick Furcon Corkman. No, I'll give you two more yeah. guesses. Um, you said universe, so it might not be a player. Mm, or did I say that intentionally to make you think about it more? You all said past or present, but I don't know who in the mm. past would have been interviewed or is about Philadelphia recently. Right. I know. Um, I don't really mind when people say the Rocky steps. I think that's an unpopular opinion. You're going to mind when you find out who it is. Uh, is it Josh Harris? We hate him. No. no. Someone else we hate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I'm our growing Yeah. yeah <laughs> he did uh, an interview with um, Forbes, I think, talking about the phase plan. Again, we'll never mm-hmm. know what that is. This completely um, went over my head. I didn't see this at all this week. Yes, and they asked him, first of all, like his uh, favorite things, favorite places to live all time. And uh, he said, Melbourne, Australia. He said, Philadelphia, just because I lived there for so long. Okay. Uh, and then he said, um, uh, uh, where did he say? Louisiana where he went to college, which we all know he despised. So and he was there really for a... about three months. <laughs> and he hated every second of it. And then he said Los Angeles. Anyway, uh, we're doing Only it now. Two of, those places, two of those places are a lie. Two of them are true. Two of them are a lie. Yeah. For sure. We, we are going to, yeah, he just named every place he's ever been. Um, also, we are he going lives in New to... Jersey. So, he does? Yeah. Hmm. He even built a big ass house in Jersey. Where do you well, think he's getting a candy room in Philadelphia? Nowhere. I don't know he had a candy room. He's, there's he a, a video. Candy? Is this a euphemism? What's a candy room? No, it's like literally a room <laughs> full of candy. Um, he did like a house tour. I don't remember where what it was for. I'll find it, but he has hmm. a whole room of candy. Is there a basketball hoop at his house? 
No, of course not. <laughs> All right, uh, we will get to Ben later. Um, people can skip ahead. Uh, the first thing we can talk about, former Sixer News, Nerland's Noel is suing Adele's boyfriend, um, which is Rich Paul and Clutch Sports Agency. Uh, he has sued Rich Paul, claiming Paul is responsible for $58 million in lost earnings. This is via Darren Heitner in Sport Agent Blogs. Great. Um, it, within the report, it says in part that Noel allegedly learned from Brett Brown, who was coaching the Philadelphia 76ers at the time that the 76ers front office had been trying to contact Paul to discuss a potential deal and that Paul refused to respond. This was purposely the case, uh, or I'm sorry, purportedly the case with other team representatives who were reaching out as well. Uh, the real meat of the story is that uh, Paul basically told Noel to leave his current agent, which was Happy Walters, and to come with him and that uh, he should take the qualifying offer turned down the $70 million extension with Dallas and that he thinks that he's like a hundred million dollar player. That never happened. Uh, so this is, this is what we know. Dan, what's your reaction to this from a Sixers perspective? There's like the angle that like <laughs> Rich Paul just didn't uh, answer the calls uh, and, uh, and, and he could have been back in Philly. And there's the angle of like, they currently are dealing with which Rich Paul. I wonder if this means anything for that and just the overall Noel stuff. So what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of kind of annoying, especially like we really could have used a backup center that year. Uh, yeah. That was the year we lost to Toronto. Uh, yeah, I find it not that like surprising, like based on everything. I feel like everything you hear is you don't want to like piss off clutch. Mm -hmm. So like, why should, why should, you know, another player have to give up money to like stick it to someone who kind of came at another player. Like they're all these players are trying to do what's best for them. And so, but you don't like really hear that as much about other agencies. I think mm -hmm. like, like just the kind of like, Oh, like you have to be careful when you're dealing with clutch. Like you don't hear that about the others as much. So it's like, was something always <laughs> going on? And now this is like the thing that's coming out and, is there other stuff like are other players upset? I don't know, but it's kind of kind of interesting to uh, to see something like this. I guess kind of be brought up in like a like an actual lawsuit, you know. Besides just like the the whispers about it, and I can't remember anything like this happening before. So it's kind of annoying, and it's annoying that we're dealing with the guy now who apparently didn't want players to even talk to the Sixers. So I don't really know what to make of it i'm i'm not convinced it matters at all but it's just kind of mm. weird and annoying are there so other Brent, agents at clutch besides adele's boyfriend there must be yeah i think that yeah, he whole... must have underlings and all that yeah um friend of the podcast jake fisher uh followed up with a report that said first of all that like other agents around the league were very happy to see noel like basically out Rich Paul for being sort of shady. And, uh, you know, a lot of what Clutch has done over the years is apparently take clients from people. So I think this might've been after the Toronto year because in Jake's report, he said the 76ers and the team's coaching staff in particular were indeed interested in Noel before Philadelphia ultimately shifted its pricier sites to Al Horford. Um, feels like there's a lot of room in between those players. So I don't really know why they really overcompensated when they didn't get Noel. 
Um, Emily, what's your reaction to all of this stuff and how will it affect Adele's view of Rich? Well, I feel like she should, you know, keep her guard up now. He's just mm -hmm. stealing money left and right from people like Marilyn Snow. He's going to come for Adele's money next. Um, not like in an actual stealing way, because I guess it's, <laughs> no, like he's not like, I don't want to make it sound like he's like embezzling money. That's not what I mean. Um, but actually, if like Nerland had got paid more, wouldn't he also have gotten paid more? So he kind of like hurt himself in yes. the process. And I find that's it very correct. confusing. Well, that's why that's why it's like, um, well, yeah, there's that too. And like this contract didn't pan out for Noel, but like, I don't know how you legally can blame the agent for like the advice. That, I don't know that this will work out for Nerlens legally. Like, I don't know if it's a winnable thing. I don't know. Yeah, like, but, I don't know when you are a lawyer, which I assume most agents are, do you take some type of oath similar to the Hippocratic oath that you like will do what's in your client's best interest? Like, so for by him not taking all the calls, therefore he has broken some type of like- great code of conduct question. or like malpractice yeah. situation well there must be some con like there has to be an actual contract that the player signs with the agent right so like i don't know what that looks like but i can't imagine that the player would be okay with like not even being told certain teams are interested mm -hmm. like the agent should you know help the player like work through their decision obviously but to it's not their job to make it for them just not answering is a wild it's a wild thing that he's just like, yeah. you know, I, I brought up uh, that maybe Rich Paul isn't a big texter like Ben Simmons, and it's hard to get him on his cell phone. So, you know, you just never know. Um, good luck to Nerlens. Obviously, we're rooting for Nerlens in that. Um, and I'm happy that he got a decent-sized contract this year. Um, the Sixers signed somebody. They signed Haywood Heisman. He's back, uh, the former Sixer. Uh, he signed an Exhibit 10 deal. Now, what the fuck is that? Harrison Grimm tweeted about an Exhibit 10 deals fill out the training camp roster. When and if a player is waived, which is what most likely happens, it allows the team's G League affiliate to maintain the rights of said player. Haywood uh, opt opted out of his Euro League deal, so he'll most likely be a blue coat. Um, I, we can go on and on about this for ages, but uh, Emily, what do you think about Haywood uh, Highsmith coming back to Philadelphia? I'm happy to have him back. I have like some vague fond memories of whether it's summer league or some preseason or blue coat game that I went to. He is an all-time name, a great name. Yeah. Um, I follow him on Twitter still, so happy for that. And mm. yeah, I'll see him on the blue coats. It'll be great. I'm happy for him. Dan, how about you, buddy? Yeah, I mean, that's cool. I guess it's always fun to bring old guys back. I think the the funniest part of it is, like, when you see, you know, the people on Twitter who are, like, kind of, like, getting into some reporting and they, like, follow the Blue Coast, like, very, very closely and are, like, yep. tweeting out highlights. And, like, you see some stuff where it's, like, ex-Blue Coast player is, like, oh, he's going to be a stud. Like, he's already, like, <laughs> NBA. And, like, these guys, you never see them work out. Like, like, yeah. he, like five years later, back in the G League, like from the Euro League, like it's just kind of funny to see, to see, to see people who are like, like not able to realize that like it's a very different league, and like what happens to these players who we've seen, I think we've had a lot of players who we've seen get hyped up through the Sixers G League system because I don't think other teams have 
that many people that are like reporting on their G League team as like definitely a, like a Twitter reporter. And it's like I just remember Haywood Highsmith was like people were like so high on Haywood Highsmith. <laughs> would this they was let us be going to be what happened? Would they let us be courtside at a Delaware uh, whatever they are Blue Coats game? What do you think? Us? Yeah. Like I don't yeah. think you need to be let to do it. I think you just yeah. go and do it. I, no, I but I would like some sort of special side. treatment is the main thing. Like, I, I would um, like, as we're local celebrities, I think it would be only I mean, right of them. I'm sure Liberty Ballers would give us some kind of press thing. No, but, no, no, but not there as press as celebrities. Like, I think that oh, we should be. Right. Like yeah. How, like, <laughs> how Adele's boyfriend sits courtside with Adele. Like, that'll be us. And they'll, like, exactly. put us on the non-existent video Jumbotron because the Blue Coats mm-hmm. basically oh. play in a high school gym. And... <laughs> That would be great. I've been to a couple of blue coat teams. They're a lot of fun. That sounds fun. I would love to go. Well, we'll go and sign autographs. Yes, that would be great. But also, we're like real people. People think we're just like famous movie stars. Like, come on. I mean, Steve, you are technically. I am. I am. Steve is a movie star. The rest of us are. Moving on. The the fan of the podcast (laughs) is going to have to give us some space here, right? Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Um, All right. The Jake uh, Fisher also had for Bleacher Report last week that the Sixers are one of the teams that are reportedly interested in Paul Millsap. He is 36 years old. He uh, was last with Denver. I think, you know, thank you on this. Um, I would have liked to sign him if we didn't sign Drummond. But since we did sign Drummond, I'd rather give Paul Reed a shot as the third center um, or play some smaller lineups. Uh, I don't really need another super old guy back there that's that's how i feel dan what what about you do you would you be interested in paul Millsap? yeah if he's cheap i mean paul Millsap. i honestly have not followed him a ton over the last few years so i don't really know what he's been up to they play really late over there and he's not a player that you like stay up to pay attention to yeah Uh, but you know i think if i'm gonna say if i kind of mean when i still kind of mean when but if the Ben trade happens before the season, right, then mm-hmm. you are basically trading out a guy who's kind of playing four for a real guard. You have Tobias as your starting four. And, you know, I'm sure like George Yang is going to get some minutes there. But yeah, I think there's space for another guy who can kind of play big at the four and shoot a little bit. So I'd be interested in Millsap as long as he's not like taking a ton of minutes from a young guy. Which I guess you can Emily, never be sure of with uh, you can never be sure Doc of. and even with Brett before <laughs> Doc, honestly. Right, Emily. What about you? Do you have any interest in Paul Millsap? Um, not really. I think he's old, and yeah. like you said, I'd much rather see like some b-ball Paul run, someone just like young and exciting, and and then maybe if he it all goes well, like these young guys then turn into better trade chips. Like I don't think that Paul Millsap is going to be like. Uh, we want to see his potential. Let's get him involved in a trade. So yeah. I'm not interested. I'd rather just get young guys and do that thing. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Danny Lillard did what I think was like an Instagram live uh, thing where uh, a fan wrote into him and asked if he's leaving PDX, which is, I guess, Portland. I don't know what it stands for. Um, Sounds like an airport he, code, right? I think it is. It does. Uh, he said, I'm not leaving PDX, not right now at least, which is uh, not really a strong vote of confidence for them. 
It's a weird um, answer. Weird answer. Um, the uh, not right now, at least. It's like, how, how right now do you mean? Uh, then the Blazers made a good trade. Actually, they, in my opinion, they uh, acquired Larry Nance uh, by uh, getting in on the Laurie Markkinen uh, trade that put uh, Markkinen in Cleveland, and Derek Jones Jr. and a couple picks ended up with the Bulls. Um, and I think he'll make them better. I don't think that, you know, Dame's whole thing that he's been saying to the media is that he wants to win a championship. I don't think Larry Nance changes that math. Uh, so we'll just see how serious he is. Um, it looks a lot like Dame's going to start the season with uh, Portland. I, who brought this up? I think Sam Amick, which I think is a good one. There's the other one who's not a good one the, with a very similar name. I think Sam Amick with The Athletic is a good one. And he brought up that, Right now, Damian Lillard doesn't have a destination out there that he wants to go to more than he wants to be in Portland. And that's definitely true. I mean, obviously, like if he wanted to be out, he would be out. And, you know, the Sixers, the other thing is that the Sixers are one of the only teams that can acquire him right now that's a contender. And I'm a little bit worried that he just doesn't want to be in Philadelphia. So uh, obviously nothing we can do about that. I think it would be a bad choice for him to go with some of the other options, but Maybe it's maybe it's just him giving a shot to the roster, and then we'll see. So, um, Emily, where are you at on the state of the Dame stuff? It it seems like for now we all have to look elsewhere. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with that, especially um, with this new trade. It's like if they knew that Dame was on his way out, they wouldn't be making trades that make the Trailblazers like marginally better. They would kind of be going like all in to rebuild, um, which I don't think Mark Nen is like a rebuild piece, but so it makes me think that he's going to stay there, but I don't, at least like, like you said, through the start of the season, but I don't think that we can like keep Ben through the start of the season. So I think we need to do something else. Um, yeah. Whatever that is. I don't know. Cause I don't get paid Daryl Morey's money. So I can't spend a lot of time thinking about it, but I think I said, I think right now, like the hypothetical Spurs package is what I'm into at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll talk, I think more about Ben specifically after the break. Uh, Dan, what do you think about the Lillard stuff? And uh, are you emotionally just sort of moving on until we hear more during the season? Yeah, like, I, like I've kind of said, I have been pretty, you know, relatively tuned out of the Lillard stuff compared to how I normally am about this stuff, which is like all in. Um, yeah. It just doesn't feel like it's happening right now. And the... Like, I'm going to bring it back to the thing I bring everything back to, but like, it's like the, the idea that like stars are always available is only kind of true if you're Miami or the Lakers or like the Knicks, maybe not even because like maybe Dame wants out, but, and like you said, we're the team you can get him. Maybe he just doesn't want to be here. Like he's not going to get traded somewhere he doesn't want to be. And it's why I will never get over the James Harden thing ever. Yeah, he wanted to be here and it's like yes other stars will be available like but Beal could have asked out and decided he'd rather be in Washington than here Dame seems to rather be with the Blazers than here I mean Lowry would wanted to go to Miami instead of here like and I, I don't think any of them are even close to as good but that's even besides the point like it's so rare that a star has Philly in like the top two teams they want to go to. Mm -hmm. like expressly says we want to go here and it's a bummer because I mean, why don't do people want to come here? I mean, that's a good question. I, I don't know the answer fully. I think we're not the biggest market. I there's probably lots of reasons. I can't like 
I mean, it's not LA. Like LA is like a celebrity walking route. Like that's yeah. that's where they Miami is like very glitzy and all of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I think that you know it's a big market, but it's not like a place that breeds a bunch of stars. And like, but I mean, even Chicago, where... Chicago is twice the size of Philly. That's a huge market, by far the biggest market in the Midwest. And you don't and see stars can't... lining up. They were winning when right. players now were growing up. I feel like. Well, how, uh, no, I guess because players coming in now are my age and I never saw Jordan, but like some of the older guys in the league now, like they were, you know, yeah, growing yeah. up when the Bulls were winning and you still don't see stars lining up to go there. So I, it's, I don't know what it is exactly, but like it's just clear that we're not like one of the top destinations. And like, I don't know, we can't take it for granted if a star ever wants to come here again because it's no guarantee. And right now we seem to kind of be in a, pretty crappy middle ground you know my guess is that philadelphia isn't someplace that people want to avoid especially with like doc and joel being so good and just the franchise being a good you know stable team quote unquote um but they're not a name that guys generally gravitate toward inherently so um right, yeah, I, I think, think we're like i think people would rather come here than like indiana you know what i mean but like, sacramento or what you know one of these places that first of all are not good or don't really have a path to being good or you know all of that so yeah or are just kind of like small not really around other things like but the i mean sacramento actually doesn't show that sacramento's big but like you know what i mean and yeah like philly's a, like a big market a big media market it's just it seems to be there's three cities la new york and miami that's where people want to be which like fine it is what it is but you have to acknowledge that's the reality like i'm not even mad about it but it's like, that's just the case. And if we can get a star, we have to get it. So, uh, listen, we're going to do an ad break. And then after that, we're going to talk about Ben Simmons and Adam Sandler. Here's the ad break. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. Um, ben Simmons, there was an update 
uh, this week, let's just sort of take the temperature on where we're at with Simmons. Uh, Sham Sharania uh, said uh, yesterday, two days ago, that uh, he started off by saying, like, both sides want the same thing here, uh, which is a trade of Ben out of Philadelphia. Um, he said the Sixers have made some headway with talks. Uh, Minnesota remains very engaged on Simmons, but they would need a third team because they don't have enough win-now stuff for the Sixers. Um, what else did Sham say in this thing? Um, that Oh, yeah, that he said, he said that he could see it climaxing as we get close <laughs> to training camp. Um, uh, there have been other somewhat either leaks or fake reports, you, I don't really know, um, of the Sixers being comfortable taking him into the season. Um, you know, with the less likely... It's that, not going to happen. Listen, I think there's no chance. I think there's absolutely no chance. Um, I'm just distracted by the use of the word climaxing. I know, Emily started cracking up. And it, <laughs> that's what Sham said. I, as a medical professional, I can use that sort of term, but I think that people have to be careful. Um, the, uh, I don't think it's going to happen. You know, the Sixers are starting to tell people, we're fine. You know what? We would take him in. And I think that this is a very bald way to try to regain some level of leverage. Um, but I do think that the main reason this is going to happen is because literally everyone involved wants it to happen. Like, I don't think that there's nobody who would be happy about him going into the season on the team. And like, it sucks that Damian Lillard isn't asking for a trade now. And uh, like that blows. And, and it sucks that the Sixers are trading him after the meltdown against Atlanta, you know, would have been, you know, this is just the situation they're in. And I think that for everybody, they're just going to, they're going to pack it in. Um, Simmons seems very determined to get out of Philly. The Sixers are canvassing the league all the time to get a trade. Uh, I think that, yeah, we could have a real climax coming up uh, when we get close to training camp. Emily, what are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I agree. I think this is one, a lot of times Shams has like actual like news, but I feel like this is just a report that he wrote and he just like went to a thesaurus and like changed just a couple words and it's the <laughs> exact same stuff that we have been hearing forever and there's really nothing new in it um we know that made some headway made some headway is like the only thing but who knows like it's still like made some headway but minnesota can't find a third team so what's the headway Mm -hmm. that minnesota needs has come to the conclusion that they need a third team like i could have told you that eight years ago i don't want anyone on minnesota so and obviously they're coming to me for all of these important personnel decisions Mm -hmm. um so yeah nothing new i feel the same way i've always felt it's getting exhausting talking about Ben, so I can't wait till he's gone. I know. And we can just talk about this new person to death, but that's uh, what I'm interested in. I think about it all the time. Just new blood. You're going to love the blue like, guy unconditionally. Yeah. Un- no matter who it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I can't wait for that to happen. And like, you know, people talk about it from a value perspective of like, Dane might request a trade 30, 30 games into the year. And then if you trade Ben, there goes your big chip. And it's like, He's not a yeah. big chip. Well, that's the other thing is that he's only a big chip if these other teams want Ben. And we haven't seen any indication that any team with a star, you know what I mean? Like there's not a bunch of Portland Ben Simmons stuff. Like, you well, know, and you're, getting, um, you're getting more for Ben. It's, it's going to have to be a three team deal for Dame anyway, assuming if they're rebuilding, they don't want Ben probably. 
And you're getting more for Ben if he's like not holding out, not like visibly not trying, not like, oh, we know Dame's available now and we're just desperate to get scrape any asset we can to try to get it to for Dame. So it's like now might be your best time in terms of making getting some some people together and some picks together for Dame. Yeah, I mean, you and I talked about this. Did you end up doing that roundtable? We did a Liberty no, I never, I was, I was great. Thanks a lot. I, also, I, um, was, I was studying. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, uh, I was, I, you know, I, I wrote a little bit about how people seem to have this assumption that if you start the season with Simmons on the team, his value is just going to go right up. It's going to go straight up and he's going to play great and he's going to look great. And uh, boy, then the offers will really come in. Like, I think it'll be a very ugly situation if Ben is, on a team in a city he doesn't want to be in anymore. His teammates all know he wants to be out. And the entire franchise has been trying to trade him for months. Like, I don't think that is going to make things better. I think it'll make it worse. Like, because then you really, really have to trade him right now. So it's like, I get leaking stuff in the media. Like, we're happy to take him into the season and whatever. But like, I think around training camp is when they probably have to do it. uh, So that it doesn't really become a sideshow. Like, Guys like James, James Harden could go out there wearing his fat suit and have 17 assists and like his value would not be harmed at all by it. Um, I think this is very different. Uh, then, so Dan, any, yeah, anything else? What do you got on that? I mean, all I was going to say is like the, I think that the, you know, we have kind of been saying, you before me, that like we kind of feel like it's inevitable that, you know, he's just not coming back. He just yeah. will not. He will not play another game as a sixer. And right. I think, you know, some of the reporting, which is obviously basically the Sixers leveraging reporters and, you know, just the situation, which is that he made it past the draft, he made it past the start of free agency, and he's still here, is that it's like he's now, you know, more likely to be back. And I guess technically that is true in that, like, since he wasn't traded it's not a hundred percent yet but he's i'm still very confident he will not be back i think it's like when i said when i said inevitable before i didn't mean inevitable unless it's not in the draft or unless it's not for free agency i meant inevitable and what inevitable means to me and i think the proof of inevitability which it seems like we might end up seeing is that it's not that you know you got you traded him because you could get Dane, or you traded him because you could get Beal, or because you could get some picks. I think what happens is they end up trading him for a package that maybe the three of us are kind of interested in, and that everyone else, not everyone else, but a lot of people who are very pro, you know, pro Ben or pro Keep Ben, uh, are not, are going to hate. They're going to hate the package, and all that will do, you know, it could be a day before the season. But if they take less than you could have ever imagined them getting, I think that's proof it was inevitable. You, in the sense that they set a deadline and then they took what they could get at that deadline, that, that means inevitable. So if that doesn't happen and he plays another game and he, even if he goes, if somehow goes past the deadline and it's just so clear that we were wrong about this, I'll fully say I was way off. But I don't think right now is the time for a victory lap for the for the keep Ben crowd, because I still think that inevitable doesn't mean it would have happened yet. And inevitable, which I still think it is, would be proven by it's coming up. And the reason I think it's inevitable is because like you said, everyone wants it to happen. Everyone involved, ownership, doc, probably Joel, it seems like 
Daryl from reporting, Ben, Ben's agency, um, the city, all the fans, like people want him gone. He wants to be gone. And it's just, that's just what happens. Like, it's not like it's an uncomfortable situation. It's just a disinterested situation. Like the Rockets wanted to keep Harden. They wanted to convince him to stay, right? right. Like it wasn't, it wasn't an all around, like if Dame asked out, the Blazers would still be trying to keep him. You know what I mean? Like there hasn't not been all around. We all agree. Let's do it thing. Like this there is hasn't, now. There hasn't been one report that the Sixers still like Ben and still want him on the team as a part of the core. No, they're like, like they're they're okay with it. Exactly. It's like they'll tolerate it until another star asks. Like this is not a good situation. Like Houston was dying to keep James Harden. That's why they didn't trade him until they absolutely had to. And he was like pegging ball boys with basketballs in practice and it was like all right maybe we should take it easy um like it's not analogous in my mind to the Simmons no. thing first of all that was a sideshow and that ended like 15 games into the season uh for Harden and it's like that's not a model of how you want things to go you know um and first of all and also Ben doesn't have that sort of talent or leverage to like be that uh, disruptive and still grant you to receive whatever you want in a trade, which Harden was. Um, and there's, there's no indication from anybody that they see this as a marriage that can continue no matter what. Like nobody on the team is interacting with him in any way, whether that's reports, whether well, that's Maxie, on social media. Maxie is, uh, is represented by uh, uh, Adele's boyfriend as well. So now I don't know if we can count him because I think there's a contractual thing where they have to uh, work out at the same gym. Um, the best part about that video, though, is like it's meant to like spotlight Ben. And both me and Jordy watched it and we were both like, oh, look at Maxie shooting. Like right. the Ben part of it just completely. It was just like, look at Maxie. Look at him go. Like, well, he looks the same. Just like, we haven't talked. I don't think we've talked about any of the videos. There's been maybe. Oh, we definitely now. have. Come on. There's no way we did. We talk about Ben all the time on this podcast. That's probably true. <laughs> um, but if you're getting excited about those videos, you need to seek professional help. I'm serious. Like, this is, this is not a joke anymore. You need to, like, actually go and see what's wrong. Um, yeah. Anything else, Emily? Did you have anything else to say on the, on the Ben stuff and, like, value and, and all of that shit? Um, I probably did, but I don't remember right now. So it probably wasn't that important. Um, okay. So yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of people being mad at their agents, the Sixers are doing a movie with Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's doing a movie in Philadelphia called uh, Hustle. And uh, Juan Herdon Gomez is in it. But uh, it also is somewhat centered around the Sixers. And uh, Doc Rivers, Seth Curry, Matisse Thibel, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris were in uh, Sandler's uh, basketball film Hustle, which is filming in Philadelphia. And the only thing I really have to say about this is like fucking Seth Curry is doing an Adam Sandler movie before me. Like what, what is going on with the people that represent me that like Tyrese Maxey is in a Sandler? What's going on over there? What's going on? Are you guys excited about You need about to pull a Joel and just like represent yourself? Like what needs to happen? I might have to make things even worse. <laughs> Um, do you guys have any thoughts on the uh, on the Sixers uh, in a Sandler movie? And and what do we think about Joel not being there? Is he um, too famous for this sort of thing? It seems like Tobias was the biggest star there. Emily, what do you think? And uh, not a coincidence, no bet. Uh, what do you think? Um, I do think Joel is too famous for this. 
and one. Um, I also don't know that he's like, I'm pretty sure it's filming like now around the city. I know they like, sh they shut down Ray's happy birthday bar this past weekend to film it. Um, like they're filming kind of around my neighborhood. Um, so I think those guys are kind of more like in the city. I don't know. Is, is Joel at the shore? Like he's got things to do. So, mm -hmm. um, but I'm very excited. It'll be really fun to watch. I love when things are filmed here too. And I'm like, Oh, I know where that is. It's really yeah. annoying to people who watch movies with me, but um, I'm excited to see the Sixers in movies and I feel like I know them and I don't, but it'll be great. I'm very pro. Dan? Dan? Yeah, I mean, it sounds sounds cool, I guess. I mean, I really liked Uncut Gems, so another Adam Sandler basketball movie. Maybe I'm sure this will be like just it's like not that. not the same vibe, however. This is an Adam Sandler Netflix movie, so more like murder mystery, uh, or what's the, like, Halloween? I did hate Halloween? that one. Did anyone see that one? Because I've seen them both. I fucking love Sandler. I really do. All right, the Adam Sandler Netflix movies, I, yeah, probably, all right, well, I haven't I haven't paid that much attention, so I didn't know it was gonna be like that. But I mean, it would be cool to see our Sixers in a movie. Uh, yeah. Now Tobias and Boban will both be in movies, so that's very exciting. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there's no way Joel was doing an Adam Sandler Netflix movie. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think it's. Although, do you know that? Uh, do you know that Joel was almost in Un Uncut Gem? I don't think he was almost in though. I think it was just written with him in mind, but he was never like he was gonna do it. So I actually saw a screening of it where a producer of the movie, who's also Joel's manager, spoke about it beforehand. Oh. And she said he, he was supposed to do it, but then the shooting schedule got pushed too far close to the season. So wow. they had to go with a retired player with KG. So yeah, it actually was going to be him. Well, that's what kind of a shame. They could have picked a series we about that name dropping. My God. No, the flexes pick up the phone at Steve Lipman Incorporated. Get me in, <laughs> over to whatever phantom street and let me in this movie jesus come hang out in the city they like are you just walk around and get in the movie it's great what if i That's get in good. the movie and you don't how would you feel then the it? podcast ends congratulations <laughs> enjoy your podcast because it's over yeah and like can we just hang out around where they're shooting and just walk by constantly there's a lot of information in my south philly group about shooting locations i could find out i could get to do the you have to do the mayor of east town accent i think that would be really great i was really mad the other day that i missed out on uh bible use practice stuff that was at a park near my house yeah and i didn't see it in time i was kind of bummed about it yeah he like scattered some things around the city and people picked it up yeah cool it's good cool. for him i wasn't uh, one of fin them finally uh we're gonna have a lot to say about this sixers waved anthony tolliver um i saw some tweets on twitter from accounts i think i sent to you guys that was like man like Sixers waved Anthony Tyler. Best of luck, sir. Loved your time in Philly. <laughs> prayer hands. It's like, what are we talking about? Give that energy to Scott Rigo. Speaking of which, they it looks like they're now working on the contract for Charles Bassey, um, who may or may not be the new equipment manager, as we talked about uh, some week recently. Uh, that's about it. Uh, guys, you guys run with this story, all right? Tolliver's out. Bassey might be in. Then take it and run. I really think we should revisit our favorite Anthony Tolliver memories, which mine mm. would be uh, when he signed here and Doc said that he doesn't know if he can find Tolliver minutes because Tobias would have to sit. 
Uh, oh, that's a classic. That was uh, unbelievable. We're all like, oh, play him over Scott. Like, what can't be worse than this? Like, oh, no, we'd have to bench Tobias to get him in. It was so <laughs> great. Because, like, Mike Scott had been, like, terrorizing us all. with like, playing terribly for the Is whole Mike season. Is Mike still on the Sixers? No, no he's out. No. He, his contract no. expired. So is he um, on no one's team? Is he just is he retired? Currently, currently. Yeah. Um, and Doc, they ask him, and Doc goes, "Well, what do you want me to do? You want me to bench Tobias?" It's like, okay, not exactly, not really. There's one more guy you can think about. Yeah, Emily, also, uh, I yeah. love the farewell. I think he had a great he had a great welcoming, which was that, and the farewell of like random blog accounts being like, "You will be missed." It's just thought. Uh, Lord carry him now as Dwight Howard yeah. once said. Emily, um, dearly departed Anthony Tolliver, how do we feel? Um, it's, I'm sad to see him go. I'll miss his average of 0.2 assists a game. Oh, she's on the basketball reference. I love it. I'm actually on Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> even better. So um, I'll miss that. We'll really, we really need those point two assists and uh, yeah, wish him well. Best of luck to Anthony Tolliver. Um, uh, guys, do we have anything else from the week in Sixers? I don't think so. Uh, uh, no, nothing happened. And I, this is my least favorite part of the year when just nothing is happening in basketball, especially when like, oh, I don't like the team as it is. Like do anything. It's oh. There's well, not even we, a lot of like good social media stuff happening, which is kind of boring. Like, yeah. Joel's tweeting about soccer a lot, which is yeah, interesting. They, they just go right over my head. Yeah, I'm just thinking about the Eagles right now, honestly. Like until well, until the Joe Flacco. Happens, you think about Joe Flacco? Me too. Um, we will next weekend. Uh, we will do an Eagles preview podcast because that'll be our last one before the Eagles. So we'll have one of the Eagles people on. Uh, we'll have to talk about who that is. And we're in talks for a former Sixer to come on the podcast, which we are working on day and night. So we will keep you yeah. posted about that. A, a championship winning former Sixer. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Think about that. Not a um, championship, but you know. Best of luck to both of you this weekend. Are you guys watching Paradise at all? Yes. I haven't been keeping up. Right, Dan's in med school. Dan's in med school. Who do you like in Paradise? We're talking uh, about Bachelor in Paradise, just so people. Yeah. Um, is that, was that not obvious? <laughs> Probably not to everyone else. No. Um, I've been watching a lot of TV. I've been like fun employed for three weeks, so I've been like I watched all of F Boy Island. I watched three seasons of Drive to Survive. I'm like really crushing it these days. But all that's over on Monday. All that is over on Monday, unfortunately. Yeah. But I still will be watching Paradise. Who do I like on Paradise? Um, I don't really know. Really no one at the moment, honestly. All these couples seem like weird and like they're not going to last to me. And no one's like really bringing it for me. I enjoy the Tajwan and Trey's uncle of it all. But yes, um, that's like my favorite thing so far. It looks like next week it'll be good. Someone throws a cake in a fire. So I'm happy for that. I like to see Riley get some shine because I really liked him from Tasha's season and I was happy to see him back. And um I like the guy James who was in the box. Yeah and, and that girl that kept calling him the wrong name. Yes, the girl called kept calling him the wrong name. Really good stuff. Dan, sorry for the spoilers, but I feel like you're good. I, I won't be keeping up. Oh guys I also never did you know? I have another fun potential rumor. There's like 
a rumor, which I don't know how accurate it is, just like a wild Twitter rumor that our friend Zach could be on Dancing with the Stars this season. So keep Zach Clark? Yeah. Whoa. And he, wow. he kind of like mentioned, like, if they asked me, maybe I would do because Tasha's filming Michelle's thing. So he like isn't like, it's not like he is like with her. So like maybe he'll be doing Dancing with the Stars. I don't know. Could be our first former guest on Dancing with the Stars, unless like Kevin Nagandi did it at some point. I don't think he did. I don't think so, no. Well, there's always time. Um, this is it. This is the end of the podcast. Uh, good to see you both. Best of luck to both of you this week. Um, and to Gabrielle, who starts a new job Monday as well. Uh, good luck, Gab. Big stuff happening. Um, all right. Be safe and be great is the thing. Yes. Uh, good to your see thing. you. It is your thing. Steve. Our thing. It's our thing. See ya. to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.